What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Golf. Bob's World. Bob's World. Big Green All right, it's sponsored by Twin Peaks. Let's go. Twin Peaks. Here is Bob. Hispanic Hispanic girls. It's the Bob's World theme song. It is the Bob's World theme song. Here's Bob. Now here is Bob. Hey guys, it's me, Bob. So Corby, uh, I know you've uh, run a marathon in your life. And odds are, when running your marathon, uh, you've had people ask you. Now, I'm not in any way trying to disparage people for asking reasonable questions. But have you ever been asked when you say, well, I'm running Chicago or New York or Boston or Dallas, do they ever ask you, how long is that marathon? And then you try to be super nice and accommodating because... A marathon is actually a measure of distance. It's not it it doesn't change by city, does it? I don't think anyone ever asked, yeah, oh, how long is that? You're going to New York. How Ooh, long is that marathon? That's gonna be a tough one. Well, well no, they're literally all twenty six point two. Right. Because isn't that like historically the distance between Athens and Marathon? Yes. yes. And so we have inherent distances or spans of time for so many things. For instance, an hour in any time zone is 60 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. A week is seven days. I know, no, you might need some, uh, some edibles for this segment. We know what a second is. We know what a minute is. Uh, like a kilometer is very, the metric system actually makes sense. Our, our system we came up with like mile and it really doesn't necessarily fit unless you think what is it 5280 makes sense to anybody or 16 it's just a mile right like we did well but it's a mile right yeah but wouldn't it make more sense if it was a thousand meters or a thousand theoretically right so you want there's order available on this planet but we heck buy into it. So where am I going with all of this? 
I was listening to a hockey podcast recently. This guy parties. Damn. It was featuring Bob Stern, legend. Today's birthday boy, <laughs> Daryl Razor Ray. Now he's busy right now because he has a hockey game in an hour, and that means the production for uh, the TV radio broadcast of Dallas Stars Hockey happens at 6 o'clock, so he could not join us for this. But uh, the invitation was all uh, offered to the birthday boy. Very big fan of the birthday boy, Daryl Razor Ray. But he does a podcast with his friend and ours, Mike Heika. Good dude. And it's called The Podman Rush. Oh, I get that. Right. And uh, I think it's on DallasStars.com, and it's in your feed. And if you want more hockey in your life, give it a try. You might like it. So I was listening to it. I think it comes out twice a month, and I was listening to it a week or two ago, driving around, and they were kind of petering out of hockey talk. But Razor had one more thing. And I want to play it for you right now because I think it blew my mind, especially with my elaborate setup of how long's a marathon and how long's mm-hmm. a week and all this stuff. I think you're going to like where Razor takes us. He threatens to blow your mind. He blew my mind, and I want to try it on you here. You want to have your mind blown? Sure. Like, not just you, everyone listening. Get, like, get seated up and absorb this when I'm about to drop on you. I am expanding your minds here. Maybe beyond, maybe beyond its actual skeletal confines. That's how wild this is. I saw it the other day. Here's the opening statement, Mike. A year should have 13 months. Have you ever have you ever heard this theory that a year should have 13 months? No. Dave? Never heard this. Okay. Is this like a druid thing? I want you to let him finish. Okay. 13 months, just if you're open to the idea, just hear him out. Just let that one resonate for a second, Mike. Huh? You say? I can hear it in your tone. You're like, what? 13 months? Well, listen to me as I speak. If there were 13 months, every one of them would have 28 days. The first would always be a Monday. The 28th, always a Sunday. Every month would have exactly four weeks in it, and we would be in perfect harmony with the cycle of the moon. Whoa. (laughs) I know. Kaboom! Not the only cycle you'd be synced up with. This is a leap year, right, Daryl? Did did you factor that in at all? You can't even absorb this. That's how deep this is. You have to it's go to a, if you if some you could do that. I think moronic statement about leap years. Our lives would be so much better. Look what I just laid out for you. It's amazing. Life as it should be, right here on the Podman Rush. Uh, if only the International Council of Days and Months could be uh, alerted to this. No kidding. All right, so that was from the Podman Rush. The math doesn't work. It does work. 
but make your case. Well, 365 divided by 13. Is what? But, but it, you would still have overlap because it's not a round number. It doesn't go in evenly. We've covered this, okay. but let me let me help you. So this has actually been out there. People on the internet have actually discussed that if we could design it all over again, right. we would have 13 months. Well, why has this? I'm, why have I never heard this? 52 weeks in a year times seven is 364. So 364 days in a year is 52 weeks. 52 divided by 13 is what? Four. Four. Yeah, four yeah. times 13 is 52. I was right? going to go with hot dog. Yeah. Don't go with hot dog. That's not right. So you do have a floating day. Okay. So, we'd so we're have, just going to back pocket that one? Well, let's look at the positives first and then discuss what we want to do with this day. Can we have it off? Maybe that's the purge. Interesting. Maybe yeah. that's purge day. Yes. A 13-month calendar, if you divide a year 13 ways rather than 12, it is an even distribution of 28 days every month. And what Razor says that I love is that you would no longer have to ask what day is the 13th of August or what day is the 12th of What day is Friday the 13th? We would always have the same Friday the 13th on May the 9th. Yes, if you wanted to do it that way, you could, I suppose, make every Friday, every the 13th of Friday Mm -hmm. because it would never change because every month – is perfectly four weeks in its entire... And the fact that the Sunday-Monday thing works out. Day one Monday, last day Sunday. Yes. Uh, Every month would be the same length. Every month would be exactly four weeks. Consistency of length and making a month an accurate measure of time above weeks and fortnights and below years is perfect. It just feels right. Like you would understand... A month and a and that's literally what the lunar cycle is. It's what, what like twenty eight point day? five days. What are we doing with the pocket day? Okay, uh, the consequences of the change are interesting. Every date of a month will fall on the same day. We've talked about this. Uh, the first of the month could be a Tuesday every month all year, and similarly, the seventeenth could be a Thursday every month. That would mean planning something weeks or months or or, or whatever ahead. When you don't even have to look at a calendar, you just innately know that the fifteenth is a is a Tuesday or, or whatever the case may be. Is anybody in this crew right? now of the six people do you have a birthday that falls on the 29th 30th or 31st of the month no one nope okay we're all free and clear from that yeah problem. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. the only question would be where the extra day or in the case of a leap year two extra days would fall it could be added as a 29th day to the 13th month if we want this would defeat the point, though, of making all the months the exact same length, but having 12 months of 28 and one of 29 is still better than how long's a month? Well, it's it's either 28, 29, 30, or 31. Like, who came up with this? Who right, thought but, this was a good idea? Okay. One There's count- an entire bonus month in those floating days, Dave. One counter argument. If you, let's say you were born on, we're, we're using this calendar, you're born on a Monday, your birthday's always going to be on a Monday. Well, that's, so what? You, you, ne- want- you never get to have like the, the long birthday weekend. You well, never get you, to have your birthday on a Saturday. It would suck more probably having it on a Wednesday. 
but you could you could gerrymander the Monday you into really a look, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. You really look forward to when your birthday falls on a weekend? Yeah, I do. I'm asking for the girls out there. Two, what do we call this extra month, and where does it fit into the existing months? Well, first of all, it's never going to happen because we can't even get daylight savings halted. Like there's a no. Number. We need daylight savings all the time. There's number standard of, time sucks. Okay, whatever. We have just have to settle on one. Is my point, and we can't even get that through Congress, and so, we can't fix a horse's bone. So either. this is never going to happen. But uh, they do talk about let's see, having thirteen uh, exact equal months um, is is uh, too tempting an idea, especially when it's close to working. So other ideas should be considered to come up with what we do with these floating days. For example, having one month, monthless day a year in addition to the 13 months, a day that isn't part of any month. It's just it's just a day. It's a freestanding day that gets us back on schedule at the end of the 13 month, or you could put it between any of the months if you want. Uh, apparently, this was in ancient Rome. They did this as part of the Julian calendar, which I've never heard of. It may just have been made up for this essay. Back then, the calendar had only 10 months and roughly 60 monthless days that weren't a part of any of the months have you ever heard of this no they only had 10 months in ancient rome and then just 60 free floating days and before we started the next month which i suppose would start when you see the new moon or whatever you would do back in uh, those days it was before iphones guys i think this should this should fall in the middle of football season like we should have september october november movember december interesting Play the Super Bowl on the extra day. Okay. Yes, national now, holiday. Now you're yeah. on to something. Right. Or maybe you say New Year's Day is not part of any month to just kind of make sure we stay on time. And, and then for the day. leap year, that's election day. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, you've hammered it. Is anybody obsessive compulsive enough to actually say that every month being exactly four weeks and all the dates falling the same for the entire year is just like... It would actually take me to a happier place in life. But does the calendar really bother you that much? I mean, no. it, it is ridiculous. No, I've, I've just accepted it. This is what we were born right. into, and there's no order. And but, but I never why, know what day it is but, anyway. But why do you have to look at your knuckles to figure out which days have 31 days, Corby? I still don't. That know is not the, a good system. I still don't know the jingle. 30 days past September, April, June, and November. If your butt has 21, then you're good at hunting like, or something nailed it. i realize it's a worldwide calendar so we can't blame it on americans like we can with uh miles and, and yeah, things like that right. but it does feel like this was poorly designed when all you had to do is take 365 and divide by a number to basically match the 28 day lunar calendar could we get lunar this past- cycle by saying to everyone that is going to lose a birthday basically Figure it out. Just get rid of them. Yeah, you get to you get to pick a new birthday. Yeah, it can either be the first. Yes, in this day of or enlightenment, the free day. and or the free day. Uh, and, and yeah, being able you can to choose, choose your pronouns. You, you can, can choose your birthday. I love that. Like why? Of all the things you can choose now in society, you can't choose your birthday, right? Like why are we entrusting our entire society to people that lived twenty five hundred years ago? They were morons. Yeah. Or even 250 years ago, Dave. 
I I just I really feel like we're onto something with the thirteen month calendar. I I think well maybe because I listen to a hockey podcast, I I now have had my mind well, blown wide. Maybe open. when we secede, we can create our own calendar. Not a bad idea. I know two guys, <laughs> and I think if you and Razor ran on this ticket like next November, yeah. or Movember, yeah, then I think that's pretty interesting. Like you don't know anything about anything else except you're changing the calendar. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the movie Election, where we would our speech would be based on things we're fixing, like daylight savings and the months, and just all these practical things, rather than blah blah soybean prices, blah oil, right, war, war, abortion. And, yeah, I mean, all the stuff we're all bored with. Let's talk about practical things, like why Chick Fil A isn't open on Sunday and things like that. Right, right? free abortions on the extra day, Dave. <laughs> That's You're not, getting ahead of yourself. You Just calm down. You with make the ideas. your own platform. <laughs> Free. Are you ready for hard hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here with us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen.